Hello and welcome to another edition of Beer Breath Podcast. On the cast today, it is just Sam and myself, and this has been quite the ordeal <laughs> trying to get this around. Uh, Mike is in Louisville, Louisville, however you say it. I'm not actually 100. What is the right way to say it? Louisville? I don't know. I like Louisville, just like like you are uh, got some peanut butter on the roof of your mouth. Louisville. Okay, Louisville. so Mike is in Louisville. Doug is obviously pissed at us. Uh, by Doug, I mean Dom is obviously pissed at Sam and I because we are uh, technically illiterate, but we figured it out, <laughs> we think. Um, if you're actually hearing this, that's a good sign. Um, if not, then it doesn't matter and rip. But uh, yeah, no beer today. Um, so we'll just get to some topics uh, based on uh, some sports and, and we'll kind of see where it goes from there. So get ready for it sports and beer and so much more hottest topics on the cutting room floor. bunch of friends having a blast get ready for the beer bread podcast All right, so let's just jump right into uh, just jump, jump right into topics. What what have you been up to lately? All right, so before we get too much in the topics, um, just a little update. So I've played a couple rounds now, two rounds of golf. So we're getting into golf golf season, even though the weather still is super awful here, rainy, cold, um, pretty terrible. But whenever it's warm, try and get out and uh, even go to the range a couple times. But what I've developed, and I don't know how, is like I have some sort of elbow tendonitis or something, and it runs down through my thumb. So I don't know if you've ever had anything like this. I think it's probably similar to what I had in my back that ran down into my toe. But I have, I don't think it's a pinch nerve. I don't think it's that serious because when I had that in my back, I, I really was in a lot of pain. This is more just a, an annoyance. Um, so I iced up yesterday. Uh, <laughs> and I, <laughs> obviously, I don't have any ice. Like, I never have ice just because we're, if we do, we use it all. But I use some frozen chicken on my elbow. Wait a minute. So, wait a minute. You don't have ice? Uh, well, we don't have an ice maker oh, at the apartment. That, that's, <laughs> so it's like, that's almost a requirement for me. You have to have an ice maker. I know, so we just buy bags of ice, but it, I didn't really want to waste like our last four cubes to ice my elbow. <laughs> um, so, so I've been icing it up. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. We t- we talk a lot about uh, on here about injuries and and that sort of stuff. It just comes with the age, I guess. Of uh, as I'm getting up, cl- creeping towards uh, thirty, um, stuff starting to fall apart. So trying to take it easy for for a week or so, but. I don't really do a whole lot of things, so I'm still going to play golf. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. just because, I mean, d- no point to, to rip some. it right now. I mean, that would be, that'd be way too much to just quit golf cold turkey just because of a little elbow. Maybe you need to see a urologist, ural- no, neurologist to uh, check yeah. those nerves out. Yeah. The cost of that just makes me want to cry. Yeah. Um, and you talk about how everything costs so much all the time. But yeah, so, but, on to the golf piece, which I'm not blaming my elbow because I really don't even notice it too much when when I'm golfing, but I've been really bad so far this year, like really bad. I, I have something, um, and I'll, I'll just get in, well, we can go and see what you've been up to, but I really want to um, come up with this or, or launch this golf invention, Um that I've been thinking about. And I always think about it. I have a huge problem because I'm tall and uh, humble brag. I'm a huge man. <laughs> <It> must be nice. <laughs> I'm tall. And, uh, but my arms aren't as long as like from my waist, like, like I have a long torso, you know what I mean? So I, I don't have really long legs. <clears throat> so I just have a super long torso. It's how my older brother is too. And he's six, six. He looks insane. Cause he has super short legs. Uh, for being that tall <clears throat> but the issue there is is that my arms like the clubs in general i need them like i feel like i need them super long otherwise i'm squatting down um so 
I currently have a huge problem addressing the ball. I don't even feel comfortable standing next to it or like hunched over uh, in general. So I've um, been pulling a lot of them because I feel like I have to be right on top of the ball and then I yank them like super far left. Um, so I've been trying to, to deal with that in the, the couple rounds I've played. So um, it's been a struggle so far, but uh, hope to get around. And uh, we'll, I'll talk about the invention maybe later or, or on a different cast of, of what I got. But uh, but yeah, that's that's what's been going on, falling apart in, uh, in my hobbies and uh, my body in general. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be good to go to a neurologist and him be like, wow, can you not like stand up or sit down or sleep? You're like, no, nah, I can't golf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Like, right, exactly. Okay, you need to get the fuck over it. And then there's people that can't even walk. Yeah. But that's how I am like with my back too, though. Like when you talked about, ah, no point, just got to fight through it. Like, so I have, I've had back issues my entire life actually, but um, especially since like middle school um, when I injured my back. And so, I mean, it's very painful to, uh, it, it like just do regular tasks, like to sit down for too long, it, it hurts really bad. And like to sleep is kind of awkward, especially depending on the bed, which is not good since I travel for work because like every bed's different. So oftentimes like sleep is not good and, uh, I can't long distance run. Like I can only, I think I talked about that before. I can only sprint. Um, which is a very fucking short distance. So, yeah. um, like when it comes to golf, right. I mean, knock on wood, it doesn't like necessarily hurt it. I think it's just because it's like range of motion as opposed to like a, a beating actually on your back. But, uh, like I'm number one, I'm kind of like scared to go to the back doctor. Cause if he says, I, if he says I can't golf, then probably just, just call it at that point, I guess. I mean, yeah, I mean, you about have yeah. to, right? Because I don't, I don't yeah. have any other hobbies. I mean, okay, I have a son, but like, I don't have like any other really me time things. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what happened to me. So I, I, when I played basketball, I used to play basketball just at the rec um, or at our gym and stuff. We played like two or three times a week, Cookie Monster style. Um, <laughs> so uh, we we played, and you know, I kept hurting it where it would be like it would. You know, I'd slip a, di- I don't know if it was a slip disc, whatever. Um, and then I'd come back from it and then I'd try to keep playing. Cause my whole point of going to the chiropractor when I was there was so that I can do these sports, right? Like I want to be able to do stuff to have fun and not just run for exercise. Cause that's so boring. Yeah. Um, but then after the second time and what you said about golf is kind of true. Like the twisting doesn't hurt. Like I can, I can do the twisting, um, that's fine it's just the repetitive like compressions on the back and especially jumping and landing uh that's what would always like throw it off so i i I haven't played a basketball game like two and a half or three years not you know not saying you've you guys you probably haven't played one in a long time either but uh but yeah that sucks i mean it's just like i mean i gave that up just so i could you know function in golf and stuff but i mean i would still like to do something semi-athletic like, I haven't played basketball, not because my back hurts, although it does hurt after I play for a while. Um, I haven't played basketball probably since I lived in Florida. And I'm I'm the same way, except, like, I don't really have anybody to play with, so I'd just be going to, like, the rec or Genesis when it gets a basketball court with all these, like, crazy mugs. And you know how it's, like, kind of cultish at the rec anyways. I mean, if you don't go every yeah. day, then you're not ever going to get on anyone's team. And sometimes it's hard to find a court. So, although the uh, Manhattan, like the city of Manhattan, they have open gym uh, over lunch. Uh, I mean, I kind of forgot about that. I'll start doing that. It's like free, which for rec sports is like never, ever the case. But it's just from like 12 to 1, they open up one of the uh, gyms in town. And like you can go in there and shoot or play three on three or whatever, you know, whoever. Where is it? Where is it at? Um, so it's actually the, the auditorium, um, but it has a basketball court there, uh, you know, on like points where they have that crazy fire station and that, that big municipal building. Yeah. 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 It's in that. Oh, okay. So it's kind of crazy, but I might start doing that because that's actually really close to work too. Yeah. Then what? You can't, you can't sweat. Do you guys have showers at work? No, but I mean, I guess I could just go home. Yeah, you just, well, I mean, two-hour lunch, I guess, must be. 
Well, I would just work from. I mean, I would have to leave early, probably. But yeah, so this already plan already sounds like it would never happen. Yeah, it won't ever happen because then it takes ten minutes to get down there. You have to change, so you basically have to start at eleven thirty, and then drive there and hopefully find a parking and not find like a douche cop that's gonna write you a ticket. Uh, a a good idea, not for you, because there's probably nowhere super close. Although, uh, yeah, I guess you would have to go over to Stag, but. Uh, there's a place right by us that has, like, you can get a bucket of balls and, like, a sandwich for lunch for, like, five bucks at the golf course. Super good idea. Whoa. So go to the range at lunch. Like, that would be, that's something I should do. Um, just because you can go out there, you know, 30 minutes, hit, you know, 20 or 30 balls. Um, and then I think you get, like, a drink and a hot dog or something like that. So that would be solid. That's something I should, I should look into. 20 bucks a day? No, it's just five dollars whenever oh. you want to go. Yeah, no, that's huge because buckets of balls are like ten bucks. <laughs> oh yeah, they're a complete ripoff now. It used to be ten cents a um, ten cents a ball, and now it's like twenty or thirty. So you're looking at ten bucks for sixty balls. It's like, yeah. dude, it's really insane. Like, it's not even worth it. Like when Mike when we lived out at uh, the Burt. Mike and I would go out and he would want to hit the range, which is like obviously a good idea. You should hit the range, but it was like, okay, hit the range, a large bucket for 20 bucks or go play the par three rip, by the way, play the par three for seven and like so, walk. So they shut it down for all open public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't golf it anymore. So what What are they tearing it down? Or are they just going to make it like a huge complex? No, no, no. It's uh, K-State bought it. I know, but like, why would a like a K-State golfer... Well, that, it's like short game, it's... short game work, pretty much. <sighs> Not really, though. I mean, I, mean? I, I, I mean, like, you're not... So, like, you know when they play the Masters Par 3 course? Like, they're short Par 3. Like, that. I don't know. I don't see Tiger Woods going to the Par 3 course at the Masters for practice. It's kind of no, gimmicky. I... No, I think what they'll do is they'll, because uh, I mean, obviously there's like no fairway, right? But I bet that they'll probably do a fairway, and obviously, and then the uh, the tee boxes will be much better. So I mean, they'll probably do some construction to it to make it. Yeah, seem that's more what like I think. It. That's what I. That's what I feel like they're gonna do. Like, cause like the second hole, what the hell use is that ever gonna be for? A yeah, golf? no, like way high elevation. <laughs> yeah, that's like seventy yards. Yeah, see, no, that's probably- what. I- they probably that's wouldn't I mean. do anything, but I mean, I bet like the, uh, I mean, you could you could easily construct it to look like, yeah, okay, to, to yeah. be played. So they're gonna have some to, trees in the way or yeah. something like that. Yeah, they're gonna remodel it into just all short game. Not they're not gonna be playing the par three course. That was my point. No, no, no. Well, th- no. <laughs> they're yeah. like, all right, you guys are playing the par three today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know exactly. That's what I mean. It's pointless. So they're gonna have to do some some work on it yeah that that makes sense and or like they'd have holes where they'd grow the rough a bunch and you just yeah you know practice that sort of stuff yeah or like there'd be like a lot of sand i mean what they'll probably do because you don't want like the k-state people don't have to necessarily practice on the sand so they'll probably have different sand shots and like some of the changes in elevation like behind the green i'm thinking on seven uh i think it's seven like behind the green that's that's helpful because sometimes you have to hit down and then you know yeah i mean we'll see they would they would have to put a lot of work into the greens to make them realistic because the greens are pretty terrible at that one compared to just real colbert greens well yeah but that's because all the people that don't care at all about the course play it right so that's the same way at the tee box i mean they'll, they'll have to put in some work to it but i mean it's probably not very hard to put in you know Two and a half, two million, five million over a yeah. few years, yeah. and make it worth. I mean, they've gone this long without it, so yeah. waiting another five years to make it something is probably not that hard. But yeah, anyway, my my golf has also been terrible this year. But the uh, the problem with it is, I I don't. Well, I'm gonna blame it on this. It's probably not a, not it at all is i played lamont which is just not really good conditions for anything um like some of the holes aren't even really marked from like distance and stuff like that and then the greens are obviously terrible um but 
I haven't played Colbert yet, so I think when I go to Colbert, I'll get a better sense of like how I'm actually playing because you can. It's almost like it's like, almost like if you drive your car in town the whole time and you never really get over sixty five, and then you go sixty five, and it's like, oh fuck, like my car actually can do this. This is kind of a crazy analogy, but sort of just letting your wings spread, like you're actually going to use your hybrid at some point or like more clubs than just your driver. Because my driver's been super solid. More clubs than your driver, putter, and like wedge. <laughs> wedge. Yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. No, no, no. So. I got you. I mean, that makes sense. It's like, you know, that's a good, good analogy, but I would have just said it's like, you know, having a, you know, a ferrari in town and not taking it out on the highway or the open road and going fast but um i don't know if i can refer to my golf game as a ferrari <laughs> yeah, i'm not quite yeah, there yet. yeah it's true mine's more like a fiesta or something ford fiesta maybe <laughs> mine's like a model model t or ish the ones that maybe. blow up <laughs> the model s i was it's thinking like, <laughs> the model t the model t you meant like the original car i was thinking of the tesla whatever theirs is called <laughs> tesla also, almost ripped Tesla. Have you heard, been like following? That I, at all? I heard what you guys said on that, but I was I was just thinking. I, I I think Dom responded. I was more just talking about Blake Bortles saying he got one, but it's just ripped to it completely. Uh, I mean, they're just not making any money. Yeah. <laughs> Prank is musky butts, just too insane. So he just invents things, and then I mean, it's just like any other company that goes through those growing pains. Uh, they're going through them and they're not, I don't think they're handling it very well. It's like all hmm. plummeting and everything. Yeah. It's not, Dang. not good. I feel like I Can see it. I feel like, like I see a good amount. I don't know. Like around, around, uh, like the suburbs up here, but maybe not. Maybe it's just cause I notice them when I see them, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know like the details of why it's not working exactly, but I don't think that it is. It's kind of crazy though. It got me thinking because like someday Teslas might just not really exist. And it's like, that's not that, we're not that far removed from like Pontiac cars. You know, Pontiac used to be a car. You still see them kind of driving around sometimes. Yeah. But it's like just something that is a very popular car and brand and then it's just like no more chrysler chrysler too or they still make chryslers like so yeah like all those i I don't know if they still make chryslers or not they make chryslers not really though i feel like (laughs) yes they do i feel like they don't just nobody buys them because they're terrible (laughs) yeah okay exactly see (laughs) um but uh yeah they don't make them much anymore yeah (laughs) they don't they don't play much um chryslers with tc basketball of yesteryears <laughs> but uh my one so real quick before we go into topics my one thing about golf so i'm always struggle with what distance i should be away from the ball right all right so you know i'll be like uh you'll, you'll get up to the ball and i know with a different club obviously you're a different distance unless you're bryson to shambo right yeah so your clubs are not all the same length aka meaning that most of the time you're not the same. Is that even true? Like, am I like, that's, that's, I mean, it's obviously factual with the driver, but like a five iron, your feet are different from when you're hitting a wedge, even with a pro, right? I mean, probably, I, I don't know that it's actually as much of a science as you probably think it is. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of it's just comfort because I think it's repetition getting, like being so far away from right. the ball every single time, and then you're like, ah, okay, I'm like too, because you know how it is. Sometimes when you when you get a driver out and you're like, man, I feel really far away from the ball, and then you shank one, or like I feel like I'm on top of it. Yeah. Okay. So my my point wasn't even to that exactly. The invention is so like let's say I go up and hit like a super good five iron, right? So somehow it would be like a little clip on the like you could just push it you know on the top of the grip that then measures like i don't know if it would measure from your grip to your belt buckle or something um and then it it would like save that measurement like it wouldn't be that hard um to be able to tell the difference there and then so i want my setup with my five iron after i hit it pure to then when i walk up to the ball the next time with that five iron i want to be in the exact same setup so whether I'm far, close, whatever, I know that I pured one 
at that point with that club and i like i don't know that that's one of my struggles i feel like because like all after i hit one i'm like damn i was too close like i you know i turned on it because i was standing right over the top of it um so i think it's not too difficult but at the same time i think it might involve lasers and some sort of measuring device so maybe it's more difficult than i think I think you would just put like a, it, I don't know that it would be lasers, but it would be like a, like a sensor, yeah, sensor on yeah. your club and then you would put like a sensor on your shoe or ankle or something like yeah. that and then it would measure from yeah. that far so away. So it'd be like, sh- it'd be like a but, sensor on your belt buckle, the club in your shoe and then maybe the ball, maybe you just, maybe you tap where the ball is. I don't know. That's a little too much, but like a few of those spots. Also, is it just like a moot point anyways because there's so many factors that go into swing a yeah. golf club it's like no i know it's because you could have not a, gonna be, you could have a good swing and you can crush one from having you, your feet way too close it doesn't necessarily mean i get that there's no perfect obviously um right reason why but there's just so many variables right like i mean it's not even like really a basketball trainer because you know like they have those things that are like the shoot rights or whatever and they train you to shoot right well like, that's fine, except for in a golf shot. Like, sometimes it makes more sense, or you're trying to, like, shoot differently. I don't yeah. know. It's just too insane. Yeah. Too, probably too insane. Yeah, it's tough. And you're right. If you hit one perfect and you're like, okay, I want to lock into this distance, you could have hit one perfect because you actually messed up and you were the wrong distance yeah. away from the ball. Um, and then you <laughs> did something crazy that overcompensated and made you hit it perfect. Um, but, yeah, so – trying to think of uh ways to improve i i never have any luck with watching the videos and trying to do some of the things they say um tried a few at the range didn't have any luck at all um like trying to stay inside out by putting like a like a uh, head cover at an angle above the ball to try and come you know inside so that i didn't turn it over as much but i don't know i, I just don't have any luck with those yeah, I mean, mainly, mainly for me, it goes back to being like twenty bucks a, a bucket, yeah. a large balls. So it's just like, all right, am I going to spend twenty bucks and like just hit the same shot over and over, but not really that many times, and like hope that I can fix something? Because I'm the same way. Whenever I watch videos, I know Dom swears by him, but like whenever I watch videos and I try to do it. It doesn't like it doesn't work out. No, I wonder. You probably have to no. spend so much time, right? Like that's why those guys are out there for hours a day. Yeah. Now I will say, like, um, swing path and stuff like that. That's stuff that I I do sometimes. Like I'll put tees out and make like a a runway because a lot of times, like I when I start shaping the ball, not like I want to. Um, I'm like dipping the club head or something like that back and I'm not going, I'm not going straight back with it. Um, so that, that could be it too. Yeah. Who knows? knows? It's just too fucking hard of a sport. Yeah. Right. So So. I think, well, what I came to the conclusion after the range wasn't very good is that I'm just going to think about two thoughts and one is just to keep my head still. And the second is to swing hard. Um, (laughs) so, so, I, I have started on my driver to like twist up my hips yeah. more and um twist up my or bent yeah twist up my hips more uh as opposed to just with my arms and it has uh like but that's where I wonder like okay so if, if am I just getting lucky then when I hit basically because I just switched my swing and like it worked like surely it it didn't just right, work right. <laughs> who knows maybe it did right know. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's too too much to get into. Anyways, okay. So the first thing off of that, did you have anything else? What had been going on with you? Nope, that's right. it. Um what I wanted to talk about since we haven't talked much about K State uh really at all recently sports, um just because it's gonna be kind of a, a weird weird transition for both sports. Last year um obviously was a, a good basketball season, not postseason. Um, going to be a big transition there, and uh, football was a disappointment, but a huge transition um, with football. So the the two things I want to talk about. So the first one is the the transfer portal, and also the grad tra- transfer eligibility rule. Now this the rule 
for grad transfers being immediately eligible is not new. Like it's not new at all. So, I mean, I didn't, I don't have enough research on why it's super prevalent now in general. Um, but like, cause Russell Wilson did it right. And he played, it's probably just cause someone figured it out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, Oh yeah, this is nice. And I think I, I, I mean, I'm not going to be a hundred percent accurate, but we never are in here. I think a lot of like schools have like the, uh, I mean, I don't want to say they're fake graduate programs, but they have a lot more because the rule is that you have to be going to school that doesn't have the graduate program at your current school. But Hmm. obviously the way to get around that is you just go to the school and then you can find one, right? Like schools prior. (laughs) Just pick a different one. Just pick a different one. And I mean, that's a real thing too. It's like, so the the reason we're talking about this, uh, Isaiah Zuber, K-State's probably number one receiver, um, entered the the transfer portal a couple weeks ago and uh now hold on before we get going what does the transfer portal mean it's just a new term basically where you can go and then be recruited instead of like it being kind of hush hush to know who was um in but but it's it still is a grad transfer there are two different things the transfer you can be in the transfer portal as any quentin grimes is in the transfer portal the uh, that that anyone can be in that that wants to transfer. It's just a housing area for transfers so that uh, other coaches can legally recruit them. It's actually a okay, but it's a, but he but the rules still apply, right? So like Quentin Grimes has to sit out if he goes somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, th- yeah, yeah. Grad okay. transfer, different rule, different two different things. Um, okay, involved there, but in general, the transfer portal is insane now in really both sports. There was, I saw something that uh, there was only one power, there's only one power five. I forget who it was, Michigan State. No, I don't, I don't even know. There's one power five. So of the 60 power fives in NCAA football that didn't have somebody on their team from 2019 go into the transfer portal. How absurd is that? That's absolutely. Yeah, that is. That's insane. Insane. It's out of control. That's out of control. And there's tons and tons of players on each team. It's not just one guy. You know, there's hundreds transferring uh, each year. And and you know the the thing with that, you know, I get it. Like you, you know, you're not getting playing time. You want to go some somewhere else, transfer somewhere else. Uh, I definitely get it. It's just it's a super tough thing to do. Like it, there's a lot. There's not a high hit rate of transfer success like you obviously hear about the good ones but there's a lot of times guys transfer in and you know it's you, you got to learn a new system so it, it's tough and i definitely i mean i will side with the players on on transfer on on most stuff just because we know coaches can leave and and all of that can happen my real issue with all of this is the grad transfer rule and that to me has gotten out of control because you're immediately eligible and you can go to any school. So if you don't know like transfers right now, you can't transfer intra conference. So if I go to K State, I can't transfer to KU and play in two years. You have to sit out to and play the third. So no one ever does it. Essentially, you can't, right? Because you have to sit out a year, which is your red shirt year if you haven't used it, and then you have to sit out an eligible year. And then play the next year. So it, I mean, it doesn't happen. Baker Mayfield wasn't on scholarship. So that's why, you know, his was uh, between Tech and Oklahoma. Um, it worked there. But, uh, but with the grad transfer, which everyone graduates, because a lot of guys redshirt. But even if you don't, everyone graduates. Everybody graduates in two years. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like after their freshman year. Seriously, you can, you can, I'm not even kidding. You can graduate. There's redshirt sophomores that are graduate because you can go to summer classes easily when you're on campus. Like it's not, it's not. Yeah, you have to be there for workouts anyways. Yeah, it's not super difficult to to graduate. Um, like let's just use K State in general. Like not an overly high academic school. There's I guarantee guys who can graduate redshirt sophomore year, and then you could be a grad transfer, like we had. Um, what's his face? Uh, Toss my Salah. He was a grad transfer with two years to play. So you could have two years to play and essentially go from K-State to KU or K-State to anywhere, uh, which is what 
Zuber did, and uh, he ended up going to Mississippi State, the only Power Five on K-State's non-con schedule. Um, you know, there's obviously tons of speculation as to what happened. I I have an extremely hard time believing that there was no personal um, fault kind of venge- I don't know if vengeance because you know it's an SEC school like I'm not going to say it's a hundred percent because he wanted to stick it to to K State but I mean it's like do, f- first of all first of all do you obviously don't have any respect for the school that you went to um, if you I, I mean come on like it's hard it's hard to it's hard to say that that you do and we'll never know the full uh, breakdown of what happened but um, we're going to be playing against a starting quarterback at TCU uh, who was on the team last year who started a bunch of games and a starting wide receiver all within the first six weeks of the season who played on the team so two grad transfers um, going to teams on the schedule so I, I don't know I'd I'd have to see if how much it happens to to other teams. Um, I'm sure it does, but just not a huge fan. I know we got two grad transfers at K State, and you know they could end up being good, and it's cool. You know, it'll you know everyone will forget about the guys that left. But uh, I don't know. I I just I'm not. I mean, I just feel like I just feel like if you, I don't know. I feel like. It's just a dumb rule in general, because like, yeah, the, uh, all right. I would rather, I would rather not have the grad transfers that we have now, and not have to play guy like, and not have that rule in place. Then, anyways, or at least have the rule changed, because like the other thing is, is that I have a hard time believing because he stayed through all of spring ball and wasn't in the grad. It wasn't in this transfer portal. The very hard time believing there's no fault, personal fault in Zuber's reason to transfer. Otherwise, why would you stick yeah. around? Why like, would you go through all spring? There's absolutely no way. Like anyone who thinks that it was just like, oh, you know what? Let me just go. Like I just decided. I want to go back closer to like home. You're, you're telling me he went from Coach Snyder's system into a system like Kleiman's which is much more relaxed and it took him that long to figure out. Yeah. Like I don't I don't like that yeah, at if all. If you wanted like, let me let, let me have Suber and we'll recruit guys anyways, you know, that aren't grad transfers right. or go for some reason. Like I mean, I think guys for personal reasons, you know, like So I could yeah. I mean, if they have to go. But yeah, like Dom Sutton when he left, he had a kid. I mean, I I haven't heard any of that thing. I I, I clearly you would think if you, you know, if you are him and it's something like that, you would just come out and say it, like, right? Like, you're like, oh, I, you know, I've got a, you know, girlfriend or, or you know, something. You're talking Dom, Dominic Heath, right? No, uh, I was actually talking Dom Sutton because he had a kid, but Heath did Heath too. I think he okay. did, and then Corey Sutton followed him to. You're talking about Apple. No, State. I was talking Dom. Are you talking like Dom basketball? Sutton? It was just as yeah. I was that. That is crazy that it's Dom Heath and Corey Sutton. But um, no, I was actually talking about Dom Sutton back to North oh, okay. Carolina. Yeah, A&T. no, I, I, yeah, I understand that stuff. For yeah, real. but at the same time, where where did he end up going? Who are we talking about? Dom North Sutton. Carolina A and T. So right, so he's not going to fucking. West Virginia or North Carolina right. or something like that. Like, I mean, he's doing it literally for those reasons where, I mean, I don't know. Like, Zuber's probably doing it to go back home, but even like D. Sams, like D. Sams went to McNeese State. And I, I mean, maybe he could have played somewhere else. Maybe he couldn't have. I'm not sure, but I don't know. It just seems too insane. And then, equally, what I don't like as much is that, like, somebody leaves a program like that. And you know how social media it is today, like Zubers, especially this way, like, ah, oh, respect my decision. Yeah. And okay, that's fine, whatever. But then people are just like shaming people for getting mad about Oh yeah. Like him leaving or the way it went down. Like I'm not saying that he can't have a decision, but also I mean you're just a fan. Like I don't I obviously don't want to play against one of our better players 
who decided to transfer because of a personal fault, presumably. <laughs> allegedly. To a school that we're playing against. Yeah, allegedly. I should say that for legal uh, reasons. Yeah, no, I 100% uh, agree. Yeah. But I think that's actually really stupid. Like, it, I it, mean, there's just something. Di- there- I, I, am I even happy for him? No, I don't even know I that mean, I'm happy I, for yeah, him. Yeah, I'm like, not. Like, I, on that respect, like, and then I think Kurtz tweeted out something like he gave, you know, four years to the program. It's like, uh, you should be respectful. I had like 50. I had so many tweets because that's so heated on Friday just because, I mean, yeah, you know, if you leave, you know, he goes wherever. It's like, okay, you know, see you, whatever. But I don't know, to be on the schedule um, and not that most likely he won't make an impact that changes the outcome of the game because I don't think K-State has a great chance to win down there at all. Um, but still, I mean, to see him score a touchdown and to see Delton – if Delton comes to K-State and he's a starting quarterback for them after, you know, the last game I was at, it, we watched him, you know, beat KU um, pretty much single-handedly, then I don't know. I, I That's going to be – those are going to be tough, tough pills to swallow. So, I, I mean, I hope – and what I tweeted out is that, like, this sort of stuff, like, pisses coaches off to no fucking, like, like to just hell – um, just cause, you know, like they're not going to come out and say it, but you know, like in practice and all that sort of, sort of stuff. Um, and to, to go on the social media thing as, as far as player, it's just a different mindset with former players as, as opposed to like a fan. I mean, that's just the way it's going to be. You're going to be happy for a friend. Um, like, uh, you know, if yeah, obviously yeah. you should be like, I mean, yeah. You should be. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're too close you're too close to him. But as a fan, like Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can be happy for the kid. At the same time, I can be fucking pissed that we just lost our top yeah, receiver. When we had already lost our presumably other top four receiver um for the year too. So I mean it <clears throat> from a position of strength to a position of weakness pretty pretty quick. Um I happen to think that Knowles is better. Um Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I think that we have guys in place that are still players, but I mean, you're getting somebody who, at least, is a can be. A yeah, no, maker. yeah. Or and yeah, some he had some has. good games last year. He had some bad games and some mental mistakes, and uh, seemed to be you know in and out sometimes. But yeah, no, it was definitely definitely a playmaker. And for K State. It's insult to injury because not only are our players going against people that we're playing against, we have coaches going yeah. <laughs> against us as well. We have three three of our coaches, four yeah. of our coaches are at are at schools that we play against in yeah, conference, the- which is yeah. absurd to me. Which I mean, that's less absurd to me just because it's been normal and coaches can leave pretty much whatever they want as long as they have a buyout. Um, or as long as someone pays their buyout, I guess maybe that's the that's the discussion. Let's get rid of this transfer or this grad transfer stuff and just let people transfer whenever yeah. they want. Yeah, that, I mean that's true, and not sit out. Just make just make it a and full minor out. league system. Honestly, I think that they should. I still have. I talked about it before. I still think that they should be under like contracts and shit like that. But I mean. That's a that's a so far or, or, away. Or I if mean, you, or if you not- transfer, I mean, at least it, it, you can transfer whenever you want, but um, at least hold them to like you have to meet some sort of academic guidelines uh, on the transfer because that's where you, I mean you get screwed. Um, a lot of schools get screwed as you have kids transfer out and it hurts all your APR, whatever, all your uh, scores and that sort of thing, or leaving early and and that but yeah i mean i i'm down for that i i mean if you want to transfer and then if you can transfer and play right away then yeah if that if that's the rule it's just the grad transfer thing seems like such a loophole um that i don't think was intended for the way it's turned out i mean you know k-state lost two and has two and it's presumably like four huge potential playmakers because k-state got two running backs lost a quarterback and a wide receiver like that's that's wild to think about 
and I mean, we we know this, right? Anybody who follows it knows this, but the inconsistency of the NCAA is just insane, right? Like, um, blocking people for personal reasons going home, allowing people to do certain things, like uh, allowing coaches to do it, not allowing players to do it, like trying to listen to player demands. I mean, think about, think about, I mean, part of it would be, uh, part of it has to be, the NCAA, uh, like the athletes feeling suppressed or oppressed, however you want to say it. And so much pressure from social media, like they just try to fix shit. And then when they try to fix it, uh, you know, people either take advantage of it or do something else. It just, it's gotten really out of hand, honestly, because I feel like anything that they do now they're in a position where unless they go like they always try to protect the student athlete right well this is obviously yeah. not about students like it's That's about <laughs> the athlete and then so if you're if you were to try to hold them to some academic standard that would just be a whole nother fucking pr yeah, nightmare. that's what i want to see i was, was joking i was like all right let me see uh zuber's uh, not that i don't know if he's a smart kid or not but uh i'd like to see the grad grad classes that he's enrolled in um just yeah i mean seriously though because if we're like trying to prepare even for the pros right let's just let's call it not not school at all right but if you go to the pros and you don't show up to film study or you're not committed to film study how many good players in the pros that don't you know haven't had it there mentally like have just flopped no yeah i mean you can't even i mean yeah it all matters you can't even do that as like uh um you can't even do that as a really good player maybe back in the day you could get away with that but i mean now with all the stuff that you're missing out on if you don't do any of that i mean yeah you you've got to you got to be locked into all of it so yeah like i mean i don't want to be the whole like oh life lessons type of thing but you, i mean it is some accountability right like you are uh I understand you're not making money, but you are getting your school paid for it. And if you don't show up and stuff like that, I don't know. I just have a hard time like feeling sympathetic if you don't do all the things right. Maybe that's just because I've been a K-State fan forever, and that's been kind of their like calling card a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know. And then you see guys like from popular programs or good players that get like preferential treatment and that happens all over, right? Like as a Packers fan, like I know Rogers gets preferential treatment. I know that Brady gets preferential treatment. Mahomes is going to enter. He's going to enter that realm here very shortly. But if like, for example, if a guy gets in trouble with the law, Baker gets in trouble with the law, right? And his wasn't that bad, but it was still a run in. And, you know, nothing really happens. It's a PR set. Puka, like, all of a sudden this stuff just goes away. But then it's like the smaller players or whatever, they get drilled hard yeah. with it. I don't know. It's just not. Yeah, no, I mean. Such a clusterfuck. Yeah, the, the NCAA is, you know, obviously, we're not we're not huge fans of the way they operate. But, um, but yeah, so the, the other thing uh, to get off of football uh, that I wanted to talk about. So those guys talked about the RJ Hampton on Friday, I think is his name. Uh, the guy who's not going to KU and playing professionally overseas. Um, so they, they talked a little bit about yeah. that, but um, on the K state side, uh, Xavier Sneed decided to come back. Um, and uh, the deadline was last week at, at some point, I forget. Uh, I think it was after we recorded, but uh, he stayed in the in the draft, whatever you want to call it, um, for a while, and uh, then decided at the last last kind of moment to to come back. Who knows if it was actually at the last moment or or what the ordeal is? But um, he'll be coming back. Yeah, I always wonder about that because they get all these like edits and they have time to draft a statement and all this stuff. It's like, wait a minute, who put together that picture for you? Yeah, like yeah. somebody. Knew. No, no, no. Yeah, and I don't even know if it really means or they just didn't tell anyone like until they wanted to wait to tell i I don't know who knows but anyways he's coming back the some of the things that uh are kind of make me a little nervous but hopefully i I think he's a smart enough good enough kid that it maybe won't 
Um, but obviously everyone wants to play at the next level. So the the whole thing kind of stems from Foster after his freshman year when he went to camp and they said he needs to be more of a ball handler and because um, he's probably going to have to play point guard when he went to whatever LeBron camp or over the summer after his freshman year. And then he came back and absolutely sucked like for a while and it was selfish and just not a good not a uh, not a good player. Nothing like the player he really was his freshman year um, when he was hungry and you know thought everything. So uh, the issue with X for the next level is he's got to be become a better ball handler and a creator, and that's not obviously the best thing for K State because uh, he's actually a really really good rebounder, and. We don't have a ton besides the new guys coming in of, of size. Losing Dean Wade, have um, Mayween, and some other guys uh, that I don't really want to mention, but there are big guys. I don't know if they're constitute as college basketball players, but he he's good at he's good. At, obviously, he's a streaky shooter. He can get some rebounds for you. Um, and he, you know, he can run the break sometimes and slash sometimes, but, uh, not, not a good kind of dribble around you type of guy and then get to the rim, uh, just doesn't have the, the handles, uh, or the low center of gravity. And it, there's just things that you, I don't think I want to see him do, but hopefully we don't see him do those things because they get all these information from these draft camps. Here's what you got to do. Here's what you got to do. And I'm sure coaches are, are nervous too. Um, but then Lowry came out and said, we're playing him exclusively at the three. So you're wondering how much did they talk to him to say, hey, we'll let you do what you want to get to the NBA. Um, so it's it's a little – I mean, I'm glad to have him back, obviously, um, 100%. But it, it's still – still I get a – kind of nervous in those situations i mean it just depends on how the kid takes it and yeah i mean i think that it's important to know that you can be a role player in the nba too right like i've never really thought about this before and i may be way off but this is kind of a segue into some nba talk like he's he's obviously not as good as draymond green but a lot of the the way that he can affect a game is kind of the same as draymond green um I feel like because Draymond was very instrumental in the win over the Rockets, uh, or I believe it was the Rockets. No, it was Portland. It was the uh, the yeah. last series, whoever they Portland, because they would get down, but he would just uh, he was kind of a spark plug because he would just like drive in and he would rebound well and he'd help move the ball around and he can hit shots and he can be a matchup problem, all the things, and like. There's a, now given he's you know a different size and it's it's a different league, but I feel like there's similar things that you can do even as like his uh, his build like you can still be a role player like you can be a lockdown defender. I mean he's tall enough that he could easily yeah. be a lockdown. I mean yeah defender. he's I mean he's a perfect you know three and D type of but potential for a bench player in the NBA uh, to come in with a second unit and play two play two maybe sometimes play at the small forward position but yeah i mean there, there's there's a bunch of guys like that in the nba i know he's not he's clearly not wes's size and length and um he doesn't quite move around like wes but uh like i mean there's a an example of a guy uh who who's made it pretty decent in the league and or even rodney like rodney's a good example um size wise uh to xavier so um, and those guys also it's like also it's like okay so you want to work on ball handling i get it is is he ever going to be a oh uh, in the two? nba in the nba i mean like he's six five i mean but he he's really i mean what yeah, is I a mean, two anymore in the nba like what's a five like it, it doesn't really matter like the game has changed a little bit i mean you could have you could have whoever yeah, yeah. Being so a he's five, an interchangeable right? two three non-point guard guard though i mean he's not playing four in the nba yeah well no but what i'm saying i guess is is that it's a role player right so i mean you could say yeah you need to improve well if anybody shoots like clay thompson they're probably going to find a spot on the fucking court or if anybody dribbles like steph curry and can shoot like steph curry it would probably make a difference but like for the average player i think that if he just stays within what he's going to do i mean 
it's it's better for him probably to not get drafted and just find a team or play in the G League like Magruder did for a while. But uh, that way he can just kind of develop those parts of his game. I mean, that's the other thing. He doesn't have to. It's not like he's leaving early and he's going to be a one and done. Like he's got time. He yeah. can play basketball for a long time. So he can develop. Yeah, he can a lot play overseas and stuff. And and you know, it's I get it. You know, it's obviously we we just were talking about football, and it's similar. Like you know, we're obviously more concerned about K State. I I mean, I, I love watching guys go into pro sports, and you know, it's it's something to make make us like pro sports. But at the end of the day, I mean, we're still K State fans, so so we're kind of we're obviously super biased. Well, well, that's the thing too about the. Uh rj hampton thing like i mean ku fans yeah be like you can be happy for him or whatever but you can also be pissed like you don't have to be happy that he decided not to go to your school and decided to go to fucking <laughs> yeah, New Zealand on, and play basketball like on. i would obviously be so pissed because it's like okay and then he comes out and says like oh yeah i was gonna go to ku uh yeah, yeah no i'd be uh, living on to big like i mean he can make his own big decision cat and but, come on. Team. i don't know if they act are they, yeah, they're actually so part awesome. owners. I think no. I, I, I mean, Sh- I can't Sean, really. Sean well, Marion is Jersey, an actual right? owner, though. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, I, I think they're on. I think Barstool is on the jersey, so they had to be affiliated. They in had some a, capacity. They had a release but, on one of the earlier podcasts where they they actually already knew. They're like, yeah, we we got some huge information, but we can't uh, tell you about it. But by the time this drops, you'll know what we're talking about, and that's all they teased it with. It's <laughs> so amazing. Um, yeah, that that's pretty. I mean, that. Yeah. I know they talked about it on uh, last week's episode, but that would be such a barstool thing, right? Like, ah, I'm just gonna buy a little bit into this uh, into this New Zealand company, yeah. see what happens, or like this basketball yeah. team, just this crazy one, and then they land a five star recruit, and now they can just run oh, with yeah. it like crazy. Yeah, that's that, that is wild. Um, but on your your piece, so we actually, I think we were texting quite a bit on Sunday night, uh, all of us. We're watching the game. It's probably the most um, of a game that I've watched. I didn't watch a ton last Thursday, um, but uh, I did watch uh, probably 90% of the game on uh, on Sunday night. So you're talking about Draymond, and I hate him. Obviously, we keep talking about him much. I hate him. He looks so annoying. But, man, he, he is man, – he, he, without him, they're – I mean, they – they need like he's a yeah he's a huge piece good. on that yeah. team, um, especially you're looking at all the guys that are injured and now you can add Clay Thompson to the injury and Steph Curry at butt mud we think um, I'm not sure but he wasn't <laughs> feeling good and and you know they the crowd was in it and they were down and then they just freaking obviously went absolutely absurd in the third quarter um, and they even Draymond and and the other guys even kept him close in the first half who actually helped was boogie i don't know if you watched the second quarter but but cousins came and was phenomenal like he was doing everything um and sometimes i wonder how much he can get up and down the court but then you forget like he's still like he's still got those nimble feet and like still really really skilled um skilled big man so he he was honestly in the second quarter he kept them from, you know, he he kept them in the game because they they were getting run um, for a while. But then, uh, obviously, the third quarter when they went on an eighteen to zero run helps helps quite a bit. So, um, but yeah, and uh, Iguodala is uh, he's another type of player like that. Like he just, I mean, anything they ask him to do, he's yeah. always. I mean, like. That shot was kind of crazy at the end. Probably don't know if has maybe. I mean, you're not going to get a more open shot, but probably also, no. Probably no. Probably point. no. Just try point, to drive it in and whatever. see what happens. Because yeah. you still had time. I mean, because literally, if you if you drive in and then just like throw it up high, it doesn't. I mean, I there'd be zero I was, seconds left. Just I do always like wonder a massive that too. Floater. Like, so if you do a giant floater, are they going to be dicks? Like if you miss by a ton and say that it expired, like when it was not on the ground, or does it have to hit the? Gr- it has no, to it hit, has the to hit the ground. Yes. 
Yeah, remember that in uh remember that in the uh I think it was two thousand maybe two thousand eight or two thousand ten. The uh the nubs, Ndamuk and Sue, Colt Oh, McCoy, I remember that I remember that uh, in football. Big yeah. <laughs> same, well, yeah, it's the same, I don't same know thing. if it's exactly the same thing because that's a that, that <laughs> somehow somehow shot clock violation and time of a football game. So yeah, that was yeah. yeah it's well, the same without thing. a bounds, I agree. Like if you throw it into the stick. Well, if it's not a shot, if it's a shot clock, that's but wasn't the sh- no? I don't know. Maybe because you <laughs> yeah. don't know. Like what if what if Dre what if Iguodala would have caught the ball? And he just takes two dribbles and then just chucks it like <laughs> into the upper deck. <laughs> They're just like, wait, what the hell just happened? And then he's like, yeah, just he swats off double birds. He, he just you looks, he's like, smart that, player, right? me. He's pointing. Yeah, well, must be. Uh, must that's be. why they keep me around here. Three championships. Veteran. Veteran. But he, he really he, it is true though. Like he, he could have extended his career um and you know got buckets on shitty teams uh when before he, you know, decided to come over. But uh yeah, it must be nice for them because that's not gonna be even five <laughs> years ago or whenever when he came over, like he wasn't in the prime, but he was still had some good ball left him. Hell he was the MVP of the <laughs> freaking thing, wasn't he? Of their first championship. I'm pretty sure he was the finals MVP. Uh, uh, he was a final. Well, it had to be the first one because KD's been the next when two. You... So, yeah, they, they, they lost the three? second one when I guess Draymond so. got kicked out for Game Five. Oh yeah, how insane is it when you think about like just their team in general? Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, KD, Boogie Cousins, yeah, Andre Iguodala. Uh, the cook guy He's so good, super yeah, solid. Cook, yeah, uh, from yeah, Quinn Cook. Um, you have Sean Livingston, who was like a huge recruit, but then I yeah, think he had a crazy injury trouble, knee injury maybe? that derailed. But he has obviously huge role on that team too with their second unit. I mean, that's I, how do you even win? So like, what I will say though is that I, I still think it'll be a good series. I don't think it's just going to be five. Like people are like, all right, now rap uh, Warriors just win the rest. The, the Raptors are. I mean, they got some dudes too, and they're so long. So when like when Clay and Steph aren't making shots, it, it, the Raptor like it looks like you're like, dude, the Raptors are a way better team. Like that's what it looks like because they're suffocating on defense, and they actually. Yeah. Well, they probably are. Yeah. Well, team. I don't know because then <laughs> I, I feel bad when I say that sometimes because then it's like I'm discounting the shooting as being part of being a good team. I do it in obviously with K State too. It's yeah, like, that's true. all right. Well, they just had like three guys that made like four threes, so they don't. Re- they really aren't good. I kind of do that. <laughs> I kind of do that Deserved too much um, to to say as far as a team, but like beyond shooting, if we're looking at that, like the the Raptors can control the game with defense and then. Obviously, Kawhi's been amazing, and I mean they've got super length. Like, think about them—they have uh, freaking Ibaka off the like. So, and because you have Gasol, we talked yeah. about Gasol in the text. Like, he's in, yeah, he's super good. Yeah, he's cheap. Uh, obviously, that Siakam played amazing game one, and Kawhi and Van Vliet and Kyle Lowry's. Um, I don't like Kyle Lowry, but I mean. I don't think he's really that good. I mean, he's good, obviously, but no, I don't he, think he's he, like a, you know, like Dan, like Lillard. He was another level. You know what I mean? Like you could tell he was like good, that type of thing. And then you have I'm just no, thinking other no, guards no, no. That yeah, he, he's and stuff like that. He's just a he's not he's even like close a, to that level. you know, eleventh or twelfth best point guard in the league type of deal. Um but he was the oh, dude. Yeah, DeRozan and him. You know, yeah. like he was. Yeah, he was I a mean, they, yeah, they they were still they're still good, and yeah, I mean, he's still a good player. He's actually had a pretty good postseason um, until the the last few. But Van Vliet's picked up when when he's. Uh, yeah, he yeah, Van Vliet. Van Vliet is good and just freaking Wichita State. <sighs> yeah, I think he's actually from Chicago. Cheated to get him, but yeah, he's from somewhere around Chicago and. Because I saw some tweet that said John Gross didn't think he was good enough to play for Illinois. 
Um. <laughs> Those Illinois coaches are just uh, yeah, yeah, the Chicago know, players. Yeah. Uh, Bruce and um, Jay Poles. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, five-game series now um, for the, the NBA title. And hockey is down to a three-game series. Uh, so, next game is in Boston, tied up two to two. Yeah. I. So, uh, like, obviously, you know, Portnoy just tries to troll <laughs> yeah. everybody with the Bruins, like, and every, I mean, he's obviously, Dick. you yeah, know, such being a, a such an asshole, yeah. just intentionally. Yeah, he's a huge douche, but it's just like. People do get super yeah, triggered. I mean, yeah, by him. I mean it's part of it's part of his uh his brand, really. He's like, oh yeah, I got assaulted at the game by these blues fans on uh, the city that I tried yeah. to love. You know, obviously yeah. he's like playing up. But and then and then uh and then people are like, "Oh, it's just a handkerchief." Yeah, obviously it was. He's just he's just, he's just busting your balls. And <laughs> yeah, no, so I know. That's, part, that's part of it. But I I, have, I haven't watched a ton just because I hate St. Louis. Like I hate St. Louis. Everything about St. Louis and like the whole city. But then at the same time, like I don't really like Boston because they've won everything. So it's like, what am I going to do? Cheer for who? Like I don't, you know. It's like. Yeah, I actually just want – I think I just want the Blues to win because I want to see Portnoy cry. Not that I follow him that yeah. much because he kind of, like, actually pisses me off more than anything outside the pizza reviews. But just because uh, I can't stand – it's actually not even at all about hockey. It's more about football. Like, yeah. I just – I get tired of the Patriots. And so I don't want to hear how good of a city Boston is. And I, I love Boston, but – or I don't love Boston. I like Boston. But I don't want to hear like, oh yeah, like, you know, because they are obviously yeah, super yeah. good. I mean, in all it's sports. it's just his whole. So uh, yeah, I, I mean, mean, he's pretty much half he's the made himself. Like you know, he's he's a you know cocky uh, bravado and made himself into a you know a millionaire. So I mean, obviously that's that's how he is and that's how he's gonna be and pisses pisses everyone yeah. off. So he's he's obviously does it for the content and all that. So. Um, yeah, maybe we yeah, just need to do know. that more. I don't know. Even no, like even if you were like, guaranteed, <laughs> like, well, what if somebody said, like, all right, you, you know, your shit's gonna take off and it's gonna go crazy, but this is how you gotta be. And I mean, that'd be hard to do, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Be someone that you're not. Yeah, that's true. Although that I think he, he is, actually uh, is that way. He probably is exactly like that in real life. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that's all That's all I got um, on here. We have a few other things, but um, we can get ready to wrap up to see if we can even uh, save this stuff correctly. Yeah, who knows? Dom's going to be so mad. This is probably not even saved yeah. at all. I'll just be so pissed. And this is my first time writing down oh all the stuff. Mike usually does it. I knew he was going to be pissed, though, because I don't have, like, I have my work computer, but not a personal computer. So I thought I had to download Audacity and uh, thought he was just going to destroy me. Like, can't even buy a fucking computer. <laughs> Curtis makes so much money. <laughs> I can't buy He's going to like this ending. And then. <laughs> we'll tell him it ends up like before this. But three uh, or whatever we do appreciate him. Uh, <laughs> oh, my voice cracked insane. Well, okay, I'm putting him on blast. Obviously, yeah. as a joke, it's you're not like po- I'm like, oh, yeah, port- he's a piece of shit. He's like, portnoying. He him. does more than he yeah. does more than anybody else on the yeah. podcast. He's gonna have to yeah. edit all this yeah. crap up and put it together. So, yeah, like, obviously, yeah. we appreciate you, Dom. <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're just giving him the portnoy treatment, even though he really, he really wasn't. We just <laughs> yeah. trying to build the trying to build the brand. You know, all right, well. Um, All right, let's uh, last, one last call. Thing. One last thing. I've got. I'll go with. Um, I think I put it on on a tweet too uh, that I'll just leave it at. Uh, we'll see all the grad transfers this year. Um, so whether K State's good or not, we'll see on the field. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> 
<laughs> we're talking mad smack. We're like, yeah, I see on the field. We're going to get beat by yeah, 50 against Mississippi State. No, no, Zuber's no, no, going to have no, like no. four touchdowns. No, Stop. he won't. He'll have like three. Stop. <laughs> Parker's, Parker's Island. It's better be on him. All right. And my... <laughs> and my last call is... Uh, I think we said it before, but golf is an impossible sport. And... Uh, you just can't do anything right, basically. And then you do something right, and you feel like you maybe just got lucky, so you second-guess everything that you possibly do. Uh, hopefully, Sam's tool team, by the way, on that. Sam, I'll do that for you. Yeah. Uh, I'll take a little cut if it takes off now. Um, but, uh, yeah, TM on that tool. Hopefully, Sam helps us out there. So, thanks for listening. Dom, sorry about putting you on blast <laughs> at the end there. That was <laughs> a joke. Portnoyed you. Uh, and we... You'll be hearing from the uh, Linden crew on Friday. So talk to you then.